Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about worry. That was a good one. That was really in sync. Nice. Just in sync, babe. I love an in sync. Yeah. Favorite time. I was way more of an in sync fan than a backstreet. Boys. Okay. I don't know why. Right. I must have maybe just been given one CD and not the other. That was it. Probably that's that all simple. it took. But yeah. Bye bye bye. No. Don't wanna yeah. be a and just another player Isn't that in the game. Voice? That no, this is that's in sync. And it ain't no lie, baby. Bye bye bye. Bye bye. Wow. Didn't expect well, to start there. Thanks, oh, guys. There we are. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. We're very, very thankful for you. Um, at some point in the next week or so, we are going to give away that trip to Maui from the summer collection. Yeah. Still trying to figure out the best way to do it. I hope to figure out how to FaceTime the person winning Ooh. and record that FaceTime, et cetera, et cetera. So still in the planning stage of that but like that. excited to do it and i'm very very excited to give it away because maui is awesome yeah quick tip <laughs> maui is awesome <laughs> let me just say that um and because this is our last episode in the month of june we always do at least when we remember to do oh, yeah the mount rushmore of, of the month the month that we're in so this is the mount rushmore rushmore <laughs> rushmore of June. That's, wow. yeah, he flew up, back up to the top of the Like camp. he was skyrocketing towards the sun. Yep. While, while, while saying the yep. word June. Yep. Um, so I will go first. I thought I turned this fan off, but I didn't. I don't know how fans or switches work. So <laughs> that's okay. Off. I turned something off. Um, but I will go first. This is a Mount Rushmore of June. Uh, when we say Mount Rushmore, if, you, if you're an, a newer listener, this is just a segment that we do where it's just the top four. Like, right. The things you, the, the, like, so if I had to create a Mount Rushmore of June and carve it into stone. Wow. This is what I would carve into the stone All of right. June 2021. My chisel's ready. Go. <laughs> Brooke's got her chisel ready. Have yeah. you ever chiseled anything? I think I have an art class, no, but I can't say that it was stone. Turtleneck wear art. Oh, stop. I was not wearing a turtleneck <laughs> in art class. I was way cooler then. It's probably a choker or, you know. Get your CD <clears throat> player, your non-skip oh, CD yeah. player with NSYNC in. Ready to rock and roll? Ready to rock and roll. All right. Um, so my Mount Rushmore, 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 <laughs> watching the girls, specifically June, but both of them come alive in the ocean. Like it has been well worth everything to be here and watch that consistently, especially like, and I I think I talked about this maybe last week or did I talk about this on a family at family dinner? I don't know. I don't know what you're specifically like when she, when we swim out a little deeper and she asked to dive to pick up a piece of coral. You talked about it in an Instagram caption on your. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so she'll we'll swim out a little deeper where I can't touch or she can't touch. So we're just trading water. And she's like, I want to dive and get that piece of coral. And so I have to push her down. And there's a moment where she like grabs it and pushes off the sand. The sand that looks so grown up to me. Yeah. Um, and she's tall and she's long and like she's skinny. And like, so it's just <laughs> like there's this like this grown up 
young teenage girl coming up to the surface. That's how yeah. I feel uh, in that like very split second moment. And it's just like, it gives you a glimpse of what's to come. And it's just, it's just beautiful. And so seeing the girls come alive in the ocean, like and Sunny's new thing, at least <clears throat> the last few times is she wants to stand where the waves crash. Like she wants to get hit by the she waves wants to be in the crash zone. And so that's just been super fun. Cause she giggles and squeals and you know, her face is covered in sand and, salty water and it's just like it's just a beautiful thing so that's number one uh number two is having the most consistent quiet time i think i've ever had in my life yeah or had in a long time and probably had with kids oh yeah for sure um and so like kids yeah just this month of drawing near to the lord in that way has just been really really cool and fun and like refreshing that like oh yeah i can do this right Um, you know right it's worth the effort yeah um so that was number two, um, number one, number three, and these aren't in order, but you know, just saying them and I'm just numbering them. Uh, <laughs> They're not in order at all, but here's my one. Yeah, but here's number three. Um, the summer collection exceeding our expectations, um, yeah. which has been just really, really cool to see always. That's encouraging. And then it's like, okay, yeah, we can survive. So that's fun. It's both good. Uh, both good. Um, also, apparently, is from a Brian Regan stand-up bit. Yes, it there, is. Yeah, so that's what. Which that's, is why we know it. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Love Brian Regan. If you can watch his "I Walked on the Moon," that's one of the best stand-up <laughs> DVDs. Uh, uh, like, what do they call it? Performances. Shows? Performances. Ever. Yeah. Like they have they have shows like. But it's like a, it's like a bit. I don't know. Anyways, it's not a bit. It's a whole movie. It's a whole thing. But it's not a movie. It's <laughs> we watched it on DVD. Yeah. So I don't I'm know sure where. Sure, it's on the internet somewhere. Somewhere. I walked on the moon by Brian Regan. I think Very it's funny. just really really good. Um, and number four is seeing the idea of moving to Maui become a reality. Like we moved yeah. this month. That's crazy. Like twenty four days ago. Yeah. We moved. <clears throat> 4,700 miles to Maui. And that has like, that is our life now. Yeah. So that like, that is crazy. And that's been a highlight for sure. And then I have one bonus one. So I'm actually going five. We're carving another president in. I don't know which one. <laughs> um, and uh, that one is making friends already. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just been really cool. Jeff and Alyssa invited us in, sort of into their friend group and people have invited us over to dinner. And so it's been really cool. So what are your Mount Rushmore of? Mine are... You don't have them written down. Yeah, You're just I remembering them. I forgot them. That, that we were doing this. So... Cool, cool, cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scrolled right past it while writing the notes. I like it. Yep. So mine are um, actually moving here, making friends, cooking way more food. Oh, yeah. Because before we left... Well, it was just chaos, sort of. Before, before well, two, two things happened before we left. One, I was coming off of feeling super sick. So there were already months of like, oh, I just can't make dinner. I just, yeah. I'll eat whatever, but I can't be the one to make it. Right. So coming off of that and then in a good sweet spot for a few weeks and then transitioning into like, Moving I don't have brain capacity and, yeah. to make I made so many decisions today on what I need to send in a metal box. Right. I just, just somebody feed me. Yeah. So it's been nice. And that someone. To cook again. Was Chick-fil-A. Was (laughs) Chick-fil-A, was Five Guys, was Chipotle, was Noodles and Co. Was everything. There was like a week where Brooke was like, this will probably be the last time we eat at this Chick-fil-A before we. (laughs) Yeah. I said that like eight times. 
oh, it's probably, I, I think this is the last time we'll be here. We're like, you know, in the, and there were times in where the you said window. it at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was just trying to prepare my heart for leaving. Say goodbye. To say goodbye. Um, okay, actually moving, making friends already, cooking more food, um, or more just meals <clears throat> for our family, and being like being at the beach and in the sun a lot. Yeah. Well, the streak continues. So every day since we moved, at least one member of our family has jumped into the ocean. Yeah. So the streak continues. Yeah. Um, we have a, so we've, we've made some new friends, which is really good. <laughs> and yesterday we were at our new friend's house. Um, and Brooke said something and I was like, that'd be, we were actually talking about the podcast at one point. Yes. We were talking about our segments. They were asking us what we did like what our podcast was about. And we were like, well, here's the thing. Something, I, you know. Are you saying see the world? Right. Or sea world? It's a, we talk about stuff. Stuff and things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people. Um, sometimes food. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Food and stuff. And so we were talking about our segments. And then like later in the conversation, Brooke, had, we were talking about other things. Like we were off the podcast and Brooke said something. And I was like, and she's like, oh, and she... And they were like, that, those are your strong feelings. And I was like, yes, remember that one for the podcast. No, I said, that's, I do feel that way. Yeah. TJ, remember that for the podcast. And so my strong feelings are, why <clears throat> do I have to remember? And two, why isn't your memory better? So those are my feelings and they are strong because yeah. Brooke has told some amazing stories to me in the moment. And I say, remember that for the podcast. And then we sit down to record and I say, what was that story that you told me that I loved? And you say, I don't know. I have no memory. <laughs> maybe you should say, write that down for the podcast. Write that down for the podcast. Maybe, I need maybe. to change my language. Maybe, maybe that would help. Maybe. <laughs> Can't promise. So my either. strong feelings are Brooke's terrible, terrible memory. memory. I love you. I adore you. Right. But not that part. <laughs> but just, I just don't like that part. <laughs> if I could cut that part out, I would. Um. So... My strong feelings are that I don't remember mine, which is very frustrating. So I actually text our friends and said, hey, what are the chances you remember what I said yesterday yes. down by the pool? Ian and Bianca. To which she responded with one thing, and I was like, no, I don't think that was it. And about eight minutes later, she responded with another thing, and I was like, no, I mean, I, I feel strongly about that, but that's not it either. And then they, so she, she, they just kept guessing. I was getting a text about every two and a half minutes. And then, and what did she say about Ian? She's like, he can't think of it. This is going to haunt him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, as it, yes, as it would being a Enneagram one, <laughs> it will haunt him. Um, but eventually they got they it. They got it. She and said, we did it folks. Yep. We did it. Which is climbing into bed at night when your feet are dry. Yes. And then they like scratch against the sheets. <laughs> there is nothing worse. Equally worse is climbing into bed at night thinking I'm just fine and dandy. My yeah, feet are fine. Right. You're like, hey, I'm going to climb into bed tonight. I feel very blessed. Okay. And then you wake up. <laughs> the 45 minute intruder comes in. Boom. You're awake and it's your dry feet. It's not your sleep cycle. No. It's your. It's not your kid. Nope. It's your dry feet. Yeah, those are feelings, and they're very strong. And yeah. and our feet are drier than they've ever been <laughs> yeah. here. 
because we live in a pr- really dry part of the, the island. The driest. The driest. And, you know, you're in the salt water, you're in, you're in the sand, you're barefoot a lot. And so yeah. they're just drier. They feel like old baseball mitts. It feels like we're walking around <laughs> on two old baseball mitts. That maybe I need to sand down a little. <laughs> like, it's not like a smooth old leather. Not yet. I'm not there yet. It's still a little scratchy. It's like, was this leather hanging in a cigar factory or something? You know, And that's the worst part because it just, just scratches right against your sheets. Those, those are good, strong feelings. Okay, well, Thank you for Ian and Bianca to, for being... For remembering for them. For being Brooke's memory. Um, and so, no song of the week. I don't feel like I listen to very much music this week because I'm about to give a shout out to Russell Johnson, who's a pastor from the Pursuit Northwest. I binged probably five of his sermons this week <laughs> and the man can preach. Yeah. Very, very, very passionate, powerful words from the Lord this guy gives. And so if you need someone that's not afraid to like push back against the culture that is basically trying to control everything that you do, including your Christianity, and you're looking for a pastor that's like not afraid to stand up to that and like be bold and, and but also be scripture like, scripturally sound sound that you know i can't recommend them enough i've listened to five and all five i'm just like man that was so good yeah and i'm getting goosebumps and so like we listened to one this morning june's playing legos at the table and like towards the end of it you know he's getting real fired up and the music's playing because it's almost the end of the sermon and june's like wow he is still talking yeah but (laughs) very very good i'll link their podcast uh in the show notes because man and that's why there's no song of the week because i Spent most of my time, my free time listening to him. Yeah. There's also no song of the week because Sonny is all in on Best Day With You. Our song? Our song. It's very She cute. is, she has to listen to it almost daily. And she goes, every day is Sonny, every day is June, every day is baby magic. <laughs> yeah. It's just so cute. It so is cute. no song of the week, but there are, we, I added a few songs a few weeks ago. So yeah. if you haven't listened to the playlist in a while, there's some variety there. And I always recommend to listen to it on shuffle. Yeah. So you not? can get some of the old ones that we added years ago in because wow. we're coming up on two years of doing the podcast, which two is years. pretty crazy. Two uh, years. Two years. Um, that is actually from a video I did. I know. So. Except you're saying 10 years, 10 but. years. Um, Brooke. Yes. How was your week? The, well, the notes say that my week was good. So my week well, was actually week was good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah, to stick cool, with cool, that. Cool, 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 um, it was good. It felt nice to finish out the collection strong. Yeah. Close up the shop. Start Thank thinking you. about what's next. Yeah. Um, we, I unpacked more, more bins this week, yep. which felt nice. And I reorganized the garage where some of the bins that we knew we don't, we know we don't need have lived. Like, right. It's like books, you know, Christmas decorations, things that like we're like we don't need to I'm unpack these. I'm not going to these. unpack this until I need yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, but the garage feels much more organized. The house yes. feels much more organized. Um, we also got invited to dinner twice. What? By two different couples. Yeah. And we technically gotta, a third one. We just haven't set a date yet. For real? Well, Emily and Matt. Wow. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm blown away. Yeah. So it's made us feel like Maui's home. Like that that has really felt given us like a home vibe. Um, just like to be like to have friends. Cause that was kind of a fear of ours. Like we knew we would know the Beckys. 
Um, I knew we would meet people right. through the Beth Geeks. Right. But there's a difference between like meeting people and yeah. like, somebody you like wave to at church every once in a while. Yeah. And then like actually, you know, and spending time with Ian and Bianca invited us over on Tuesday. And then again on Saturday. To swim. To swim. And it's like, Brooke, we're doing it. We're making adult friends. We're doing it. This is amazing. We've been holding in a lot of farts all week to make, <laughs> to make the best impression. So it's a little, some stomach aches in the evening, but it's yeah. worth it. So worth friends. Um, and yeah. And so we were, we were at their house yesterday, just hanging out, swimming. And then we were watching the Olympic trials and they were all in on the Olympics. So I think we got our Olympic watching. I don't want to push the relationship too far, too quickly. Like I yeah. need to be like, oh yeah, I guess I gotta see if I'm free. Like play right. hard to get a little bit. Right. Um, cause, but I've already spray painted the rings that I'm going <laughs> to hang for our party. So I hope it's okay. <laughs> our pictures of our face going in in each Olympic oh, ring. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Actually, that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm totally going to show Holy up like that. T-shirts. <laughs> I got your it's, it's like, like way, it's way like, too far too soon. You go way too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like when Michael Scott buys uh, two tickets to Sandals, Jamaica for his Yeah, or he photoshops himself <laughs> into Carol's. <laughs> Michael, you photoshopped yourself it's into a bold my family's move. Christmas It's card. a bold move. Um, <laughs> you just like go all in on the merch for the Olympic yes, watch for the Olympic watch, not the Olympics. Just the merch is about the party itself. <laughs> I like it. Um, mm, I should have brought my cricket. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> um, so that's been really cool. And like, it just, it's just made us feel like, you know, we have friends and we're like, you know, cause we're not isolated Especially with the kids. Yeah. And that's just been really great. Like, one of the coolest moments this past week was I went to Costco. Uh, I've learned some fun facts about the Maui Costco. Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> it is the highest grossing Costco in the nation. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it is also the busiest Costco you'll ever visit. And I'm, and I'm guessing all the island Costcos are like this because food is more expensive here. Things are more expensive here. So you right. want to buy in bulk to, to save in the long run. But man, it feels like Black Friday every time you go there. And it, a very confused Black Friday right. because it's not like Black Friday and this is the Costco people have gone to their whole right, life. Right, yeah. It's often a Costco they've never been to. Yeah, so it's like you got, so you you got people who live here who are like just buying groceries, you know, right. doing their normal routine in a crowded environment. And then it's like you got this guy that just showed up to buy a paddleboard because right. he wants a paddleboard all week. Yeah. You know, and so it's just like, it's awesome. But one of the coolest moments this past week was I was walking into Costco and one of the guys, Matt, who we met at Jeff's birthday party, and then who was at the uh, trampoline park where my face got smashed in, he pulled up next to me as I was walking. And was like, hey, TJ, what's up? And like, we chatted. And I was like, that's cool. Like, that just makes it feel like home. It does. You know, like. See somebody in the yeah, Costco parking lot. That's just like good times. So very, very cool. And we're very, very thankful for the Bethke family for like doing it, like just, just bringing us in, like. Yeah. Like that is just like so incredible on so many levels. And yeah, it's just, I'm just really, really grateful. Um, and then the other thing that was really cool this week was the collection finished off very, very strongly, which was awesome. Um, we're really hoping the Lord directs us to the right person to win this trip to Maui. Yeah. I'm praying for that. Um, but, and you know, like every time we launch, we, we launch a collection, you know, starts months before when we're 
ordering samples and deciding on designs. This one was a little different because we did a vote. And so you guys voted on which designs you wanted to bring back. And we threw in a couple of ones that I felt like were fan favorites. So like seek peace and on earth as it is in heaven weren't necessarily at the top of the vote, but those ones got a lot of strong reactions when we were voting. And so like stuff like that, like we, we make some executive decisions. Um, and so like everything was reprinted. So like for us, it's always exciting to release a collection but when it's all reprinted, it's like, oh, we've seen all this before. No, no, maybe not on these items. Right? Right. And like, so, so there is some excitement, wild. but it's not like, oh, man, this is all new art. Yeah. So for the next one, I was like, man, I want to do something that's like mostly new um, with the exception of maybe a few embroidered like reprints, even though yeah. they're not prints. They're embroidered. Re-embroidered. <laughs> I think rebroidered. I, don't, I think <laughs> rebroidered. I'm bringing some rebroiders back. Um, and, uh, but it's all new designs. And I like, and I always, like, I'm always thinking about like ideas for potential collections in the future. And so I don't know when this moment came to me, but I was like, I want the fall collection. You're getting some inside, inside baseball here on the podcast. Mm. Um, I want the next collection I told Brooke to be called the artist collection. And I want multiple artists to be featured with like two or three or one design each. Yeah. Um, and so I spent, but because we moved, I was like kind of behind on <laughs> reaching out to artists, which is my bad. Um, but I did that as soon as the collection uh, finished, I reached out to a bunch of artists, have some very talented individuals yeah. that are going to bring the heat. Yeah. And so we're very, very excited. It's cool. Um, and one of those designs is sort of the topic that we're going to talk about today. Um, so we asked one of the artists, I forget which one. June might be coming in. Okay. I'm not sure. We, yeah. We're at. pulling a high skill level maneuver right now where the kids aren't actually napping. Sunny's asleep. Sunny's asleep. Um, but June either went to the bathroom or is about to come in the door. So yeah. if we pause and like lose our thought and come back. Anyway. Anyways. One so of the designs. One of the designs from the artist collection, which will come out August 19th. So put it in your digit app, start saving your money. (laughs) Yep. Um, Is going to say, consider the wildflowers. Mm -hmm. And so that comes from two different phrases, two different like passages. Um, I'm not sure. I think theologians kind of debate this, whether when like Matthew tells this story and then Luke tells the story, some theologians believe that they're telling, they're giving two accounts to the same story. Okay. And some believe that they're actually like, he actually said this twice. Right. And I'm not sure where I fall, and I don't know if it really matters. Not necessarily. But I, I heard a sermon, actually, Russell. Yeah. My boy Russell um, was talking about that today. And I was like, that's interesting. I've never thought about that. Right. But. Like, was Jesus just preaching multiple times the same thing to different groups? Or are they telling the story two different right. ways? Or were they Because I know, like, each, each gospel has a very specific notes. audience. Yes. Um, which is really interesting. So, anyways, it comes from Matthew 6. Luke 12. I'm going to read the Matthew 6, even though this one actually doesn't say consider the wildflowers. I think it depends on the The version. Translation. You know, and I use the ESV. (laughs) Extra sanctified version. So (laughs) go ahead. Just read it, buddy. Go ahead. Matthew 6, 25 through 33. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not the, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour 
to his span of life. And why are you so anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, consider the wildflowers, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith. Therefore, do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat? Um, What shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after, hold on, I lost my spot. For the Gentiles seek after these things and your heavenly father knows what, knows that you need them all. But seek first his king, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious of tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself, sufficient for the day of its own trouble. So one of my favorite, sorry, my phone, like my keyboard popped up and it was like really distracting. Oh, it's <laughs> like, what does that mean? Ah, um, we're going to pause because yeah. June's coming in. Yeah. Pause. Okay. Pause. Unpause. Um, okay. For you, for you, that was like a second for us, a few minutes. Um, <laughs> so I just finished reading the scripture. Um, that was from again, Matthew, Matthew? six, 25 through 33. And so today we're going to talk about worry. Um, because consider the wildflowers for us, that design will just be like a reminder Hey, consider yeah. the wildflowers. They neither toil nor spin or, you know, like, yeah. and they're just beautiful and, and, and they are filled with the All glory of God. All they do is what they were made to do. Yes. And Ooh. they don't worry about anything else. Preach, girl. <laughs> Preach. Easier um, said than done. Easy, easier said than done. Um, so we are going to talk about worry. Um, we are talking about we worry. We are talking about worry. Um, <laughs> we're already doing it. How it <laughs> we're in it. We're in it. We're here. Um, and just a quick tip, quick tip. Uh, we fall into worry about things, but and this broken eye, but as we continue to be sanctified and made new by a constant refreshing of the Holy spirit, we are slash continuing to learn how to live beyond the things of this world like worry. So while we're going to give you tips for how we deal with worry, we are by no means experts. No, <laughs> no. Just are a, we experts on anything? Um, I would say that maybe soft sour candies. Oh, oh. Different. Um, so for so first, before we talk about like kind of how we combat it or what we do to fight against worry, I think do not worry, do not fear is one of the most like used commands in yeah. the Bible. And I think, and we've talked about that before. I don't know the exact number, but we, but I think that's really just like a, God understanding human nature and understanding that worry and anxiety and being anxious are like so near the surface of common of humans. Um, and so they're really easy to just fall a victim to and fall into. Um, and worry is like something that plagues all of us, I think, you know? And so before we talk about, um, how we deal with it. I thought for, first we could talk about like how it shows up. Yeah. Um, and so for Brooke, when it shows up, in uh, your opinion, in my opinion, uh, Brooke starts to disengage, um, starts taking her dominoes, which we've used as a listen to the dominoes episode, but takes her dominoes off the table, disengages with life. Um, because anxiety and worry has kind of filled, you know, and she's like, well, if, if, as long as I disengage and I don't, then, then maybe I can control the worry. Right. It's kind of how I see it. Um, and for me, I spiral. (laughs) So it's real fun. (laughs) 
uh, to be around me when I'm worried or anxious about something because it goes from, <laughs> hey, this collection isn't doing as well as I thought it would to we will never eat again and we're going to live under a bridge Yeah, pretty quickly. So it's fun. It's a real, like the thing about it is it's a quick spiral. So like any fun amusement park, you're you're up right, and then you're coming it's down quite the quick. Ride. So it's a fun ride to be on, um, but it's Is not it <laughs> a fun ride to be on. It's more of a disastrous, and and Brooke will often say that she feels like that's how I'm spiritually attacked is by kind of spiraling very, very quickly like that. Yeah. Um, so that's how I would say it shows up in Brooke, and that's how I would say it shows up in me. What about you? How would you say for me and then for you? <laughs> me, me, you, you, me, you, you, me, you, me, you, me, you, me. Um. Guarantee that you have no idea what that's from. The me, you, yeah. you, me, you, me. No, I, it's from a movie that I don't think I've seen. Uh, yeah, for sure. So is it something with Will Ferrell? Yes. Is it Step Brothers? No, it's called Night of the Roxbury. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have seen Step Brothers uh, once, yeah. so I guess that doesn't count. Um, I think, yes, you do spiral, but you you also, <laughs> let's just... Let's yep, just get that right on yeah, the table. Yeah, I didn't write that down, but that's true. You do. <laughs> hard um to the depths of the bridges and back again um no but you start to instead of disengaging like i do you start to engage in what i would call mindless things more video games more phone time Mm. more insert something where you don't have to think about what you're worrying about um and then in certain scenarios you can get a little more nitpicky which is not usually you right you're usually pretty chill right um, and that's when I'm like, he is anxious about something because suddenly this detail matters and it hasn't for four years. So, so, so that's interesting. Um, that's and then, a fun curveball in right, our marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. And then for me, yes, hundred percent. I disengage, I check out, I put screensaver mode on low power mode, whatever. Um, I can also do that when I'm feeling burnt out right. and tired. So I'm not always worried when I do right. that, but often I am. Um, but then another way that it shows up in me is I get way harder on myself and others, mostly in my head, mostly mm-hmm. in my thoughts. It's like 90%. Um, and then there's maybe like 10% of it that like sneaks out <laughs> and I expect them way more from the girls suddenly right. yeah. for no, you know, for them, right. for no reason where I'm just like, duh, if I could just if y'all could just get it together, right. then I don't have to get it together for you. Yeah. You've never made dinner for yourself, but now I'm expecting you to. Tonight. Yeah. You know, yeah. right. Maybe not that scenario, but, but yes, that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Those are both true. Both true. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So the reason we start there is because. I think you need to know what it looks like in your yeah, own life. I think that's huge because I, th- I think a if lot of. like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't lay in bed and cry or I don't. Right. I don't do this or do that. Like you hear somebody else talking about, right. I'm fine. And <laughs> when you know what it looks like in yourself, you probably, and if you're not familiar with what it looks like, you probably need to ask your spouse or yeah. your parents or a friend and they'll be quick to tell you <laughs> what it say, looks are like. You sure? <laughs> are you sure you want to hear that? And the answer should be yes, because once you know what it looks like there, you can catch it earlier. Um, yeah. You can see yourself kind of drifting there. Um, the spiral of living under a bridge. I'm aware of it <laughs> much more. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Man down. Um, and so, so you can be just more aware. And so I thought I would start um, with how I combat worry, 
anxiety, anxiousness, et cetera. Um, and for me, like when I started thinking about this, I was like, okay, how do I do it? You know, we, we, we decided on this topic a few days ago and I was like, I, how do I do it? And so the, <laughs> the analogy that I came up with was combating worry is like combating mosquitoes, which you all know are the bane of my existence. And I have not been bit by one mosquito since we moved here. So we're never coming back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why did y'all decide to move? Was it like the Lord? Or, yeah, just like, you know. what, just what? Job, security, vibe? No, no it was the mosquitoes. It was the mos- yeah. mosquitoes. Yeah, so. Yeah. Apparently they are here. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I'm going to notice every time. Just not so much where we're at. Yes, but I haven't been bit once. We're never leaving this house. The mosquito. (laughs) Um, So combating worry to me is like combating mosquitoes or some sort of pest. Yeah. Um, Like think termites or something like that. Right. And once they are surrounding you and and biting you. Up in your jam. Yep. It's too late. Yeah. You know, there's, there's not much that you can do. Other than run. <laughs> yeah. And or cry or cry. And I think that that's what a lot or get angry and start slapping. And so I think that's what a <laughs> lot of people, myself included, do with worry or a- anxiousness. Yeah. We wait too long. Yeah. They are. It's biting at us We're and stinging surrounded. us. We're surrounded. And so we run. So we run to video games or the television or more time on our phone or shopping, shopping binge eating, binge watching, like whatever, like our Gossiping. vice is, we run to it. So we're getting surrounded by worry. It's biting at us. It's the bane of our existence. And we run and we hide and we cry or we, you know, but we are being overwhelmed by it and we're not able to fight back yeah. because we've already waited too long to fight back. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of the analogy that I came up with. Um, in my head. And so for me, um, the best way that I've found to deal with worry is to prepare, um, to prepare ahead of time. Yeah. Knowing that worry will come, knowing that anxious feelings will peak their ugly head in my life yeah. at some point. Right. Um, and I believe that Jesus, you know, like when we read that chapter, um, he says, June just interrupted us, but I, but what I was saying, and I'm going to try to get my <laughs> mind back there again. Thank you for listening while we try to figure out our new recording schedule. Yeah. Um, so right before he talks about the considering the wildflowers, there's a therefore. Um, and it's funny. There's this comedian who always, he's like, therefore, when there's a therefore, I therefore, he goes on yeah. about preachers when they see that word, which is really funny, but there is a therefore. Um, and to me, combating worry is getting ahead of worry. Um, just like you would get ahead of pest control. And so if you're just reading the bold headlines, like if you just go back up the chapter in the Bible, right. And you're just reading the bold headlines that actually aren't in the scripture right before he says, therefore do not worry. Yeah. The bold headlines are give to the needy, the Lord's prayer, fasting, lay up treasures in heaven. And so mm-hmm. therefore, like you will not worry, like do not worry. Right. And so to me, those are great. Because the things above you're already working on. Yes. Yeah, so like giving to the needy, like a great way not to worry is to give mm-hmm. beyond, like to be generous with your yeah. time, your talent and your money, your energy, 
um, sh- no, realizing that you're living for something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Um, so I think generosity produces a carefree life in a lot of ways. It yeah. produces this like f- fountain of joy within you that, that is it just... It lets you see the abundance versus yes. grasp yeah. the scarcity of it all. Yes. Amen. And so then, then the next thing is that he talks about prayer. And so these are ways that we combat worries. Like one, we give. And this is just, I'm talking about what scripture says and then what Brooke and I do, because I was like, man, this is what we do. Yeah. That's you know? awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Um, <laughs> like for real. Um, you know, so like we give, we li- like, we try to be generous with our, with what we have. Uh, it allows for us to keep an eye on where we will end up, not where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we pray, uh, we fast both food, uh, not while pregnant. Obviously, not smart. <laughs> it feels that way about the two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, got to um, end this fast. And then we try to limit, you know, like like for example, the last two days I've been off Instagram because we're so heavy on it during a collection that I'm like, I just need a break. Yeah. Um, and then you know we lay up treasures in heaven. We we try to again understand where we're going. And so when I'm doing those things well, when I am consistent with those things, I find that worry is less, is less prevalent in my life. And so, or less, at least less controlling, less controlling and less dominant. dominant. Um, and so for me, like that, that's super hard because it's not like, it's not like one mosquito bites you and you're like, bam, I killed it. I won't get bit again tonight. You know, it's like a swarm is coming to you and all of a sudden you're overtaken by them. And so for worry to, to, to fight worry it's like a month of like, I'm going to, you know, spray the grass and I'm going to lay down cedar chips because they don't like cedar and I'm going to find the right bug spray that's good for, that's clean or whatever, yeah, you know, right. and, it, and I'm going to light the candles that I need to light and buy the things and you may be inside for some events and like you're planning out ahead of time yeah. ways that those moments won't be as miserable. Yes. And so for me, like it is, it is a practice in a fruit, in the fruit of the spirit, which is self-control. And, and being consistent with things that sometimes are hard for me to be consistent with. One of them being quiet time where mm-hmm. I can actually spend time with the Lord in solitude, in prayer. And so that, as I said in my Mount Rushmore of June, has been the best it's ever been this month. And I would say I have had one of my least anxious months I think I've ever had. Yeah. You only spiraled for a hot second about this collection <laughs> and you came up out under that bridge so fast. I said hi to my trolls real quick and then I was out. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, literally all within a few hours yeah. versus like days. Um, and so for me, like the way I combat worry is that is I, I've, I consistently exercise. Exercise does wonderful things to me. I think it does wonderful things for everybody, but it really affects me. Yeah. If I'm not active and moving around and doing yeah. things, I can just kind of like feel like my life is pointless and which will then make me start to worry about things. Yeah. Um, I can, uh, here, I lost my spot. Um, uh, getting plenty of sunshine has been really good for me. And again, yeah. that's happened a lot more here, being outside, eating better, being more, um, present with the girls and with Brooke instead of just being distracted. Like that yeah. leads to Lex anxiousness. <clears throat> I mean, it's funny, like we go to our phone when we're worried to find some distraction, mm-hmm. but I actually think that going actually to feeds the, the feeds, the worry and the anxiousness. Yeah. Um, because since the introduction of social media and modern technology, there's more anxiety, worry, like 
depression medication that's ever circulated in history. Yeah. And I would say that there's a correlation there. Mm, and I yeah. think scientists would say that as well. Um, they and have so, said that. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's interesting that when we worry or get anxious, we go to our phone, which actually feeds that beast. Yep. Um, and so I found those, th- I found that when I'm doing those things that keep me away from feeding that beast, when that beast comes to attack, I'm prepared. Yeah. I have the armor on, I'm ready to rock and roll. Doesn't say it doesn't affect me at times. Like there are definitely still times when I get worried. Um, but <clears throat> those are the ways that I combat it with help of, from the Holy spirit and the Lord, just like, you know, refreshing, yeah, <laughs> sanctifying right. us, you know, over and over again. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would say. Do you, did I miss anything? Like, for, would you say there's other things that I do that you do? Yeah. Um, no, okay. I think you got it all. Nice. So how about you, babe? <laughs> um, first of all, I'm going to read the other passage from Luke <clears throat> from the message, not the extra sanctified version. No. Okay. The message, the cool kids version. <laughs> <laughs> cool C K P Cool Kids version. <laughs> that took you a long time. It did, people. Just deal with it. <laughs> uh okay. He continued this subject with his disciples. Don't fuss about what's on the table at mealtimes or if the clothes in your closet <clears throat> are in fashion. There is far more to your inner life than the food you put in your stomach. More to your outer appearance than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the ravens, free and unfettered not tied down to a job description, carefree in the care of God, and you count far more. Has anyone by fussing before the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? If fussing can't even do that, why fuss at all? Walk into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They don't fuss with their appearance, but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The 10 best-dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. If God gives attention to the wildflowers, most of them never even seen. Don't you think he'll attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, not to be so preoccupied with getting so that you not not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things, but you know both God and how he works. Steep yourself in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Don't be afraid of missing out. You're my dearest friends. The Father wants to give you the very kingdom itself. Um, so I agree wholeheartedly with you that... Thanks, babe. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I needed that You needed that just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. If I actually want to combat worry, I have to be proactive instead of reactive. Right. Which is most of life. Yeah. Yeah. Like... like you want to be better in business. You want to be better in better shape. You want to be this. You want to be that. Like you want to be anything. You kind of just have to be proactive instead of reactive. Right. Two things for me um, that I do to be proactive. So I would say that there are times where I hop on the train with you and I do a lot of the things you do. Not all of them. Right. But some of them. Um, but two things that I do that are just for me is I, I need to write things out. I mean, we joke about how terrible my memory is which is true. It's not a joke. It's very true. But also cold, I know that about myself. Right. And so I'm afraid of forgetting things. So I'll repeat things in my head a lot, a lot, a yeah. lot. I'll go over them so I don't forget. Even something like my worries. Hey, it'd be great to forget those. I should probably stop right. doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I write them down. Yeah, like you'll be in your head a lot about it. Yes. If yeah. I write down what is worrying me, 
so I can stop thinking about it. Right. If I write down more proactively, like I just did this last week, what makes a good week for me? Mm-hmm. I've made that list probably 40 times in my life right. and it very rarely changes. Yeah. But just refreshing it and writing it down again and seeing like, oh, wow. Yeah. This will really make my week feel better. And the crazy thing is, but it's not shocking, is that so many of the things I wrote down are, it's all prep work. Right. Meal planning. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to do that in advance instead of like, what am I making for dinner right now? Right. Um, Things like that. It was basically a prep list. Yeah. Because that's how you move forward in life with a little less hiccups. Um, Sometimes I just write down what I'm feeling. Right. Because like, let me, let me unpack that a little bit. Let's use the meal planning thing as a, as a example. You meal planning eliminates the worry of what's going to be for dinner. Right. Otherwise, life and death worry. No, yeah. But it's there. But it's there and it's in it. But you'll think about that all day long. Yeah. And then you'll, but you won't think about what am I going to make? You'll think about, man, I'm worried. I don't have a plan. Yeah. And then you'll get to that moment and that worry will kind of overtake you and you'll be like frustrated at yourself. You'll get angry at yourself that you didn't plan before. Because that would have been so much easier. Because that would have been so much easier. But you thought about it the whole time. Yep. So it's not like you're not thinking about it and then bam, you got to make dinner right now. Yeah. You're thinking about it that whole time. And so like for you, that really weighs on you. Yeah. Because like we've said in the domino episode is like Brooke's decisions, all of them are the same size. Yeah. And so very, whether very rarely is one large. Yeah. So whether she needs to take all the product photos for a collection that's going to pay all of her bills or what she's going to make for dinner, those decisions, they're the same, they're the same in her mind. And that's really challenging for you. And, it, and it, I think that that's a different type of worry than someone that's like, I'm worried, you know, I'm going to lose my job. Like, the, like to, yes. you know what I mean? And so, oh, yeah. so, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but because it's constant, it does weigh on you quite heavily. Yeah. Um, I think, which is really, really hard for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So sometimes I write gratitude lists just to give myself a little like heart check, you know? Right. Um, but basically just the, the, subject line would be writing things out yeah. just to get them yeah. out of my head yeah. so I can move on. And then the second thing I do to be proactive is, and I learned this only in the last few years about myself is getting enough sleep. Yes. When I don't get enough sleep, I feel very anxious. Yep. I, even if I've had the best day ever, right. That my body feels anxious. So mm-hmm. then I start to believe that I am. Yeah. Something's happening that I don't know about. Right. My body's telling me something. Yeah. And I'm like, right. no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing yeah. terrible's happening. Like you're just tired. You slept six hours <laughs> instead of nine. <laughs> and, and instead of the normal twelve you instead need. Instead of the normal ten <laughs> that my body needs. And I really learned that after I had Sunny. When, right. You know, which of course you're sleep deprived after having a baby. Right. But I felt I kept describing what I was feeling as like I just feel so anxious and swirly. Yeah. Which is the word I used yeah. to describe. Like my chest feels tight. But also like butterflies and it's all swirling around. With a touch of vomit in there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've never barfed out of anxiety. (laughs) Only out of pregnancy (laughs) or food poisoning. Um, Which is terrible, by the way. (laughs) Additional strong feelings. Void void poisoning. poisoning. Void poisoning is terrible. But yeah, so that's a way smaller thing than like getting out of my own head. But... Once I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not actually worried or anxious. I'm, I'm just tired. tired. Yeah. Then I could just accept <clears throat> accept that I was tired. Yeah. And sort of write off <clears throat> the um the the feelings yeah. a little yeah. easier. 
Like write, Alyssa, write them off in a good way. Alyssa says uh, one of the best advice one of her youth pastors ever gave her was, sometimes the most Christian thing to do is to take a nap. The holiest thing you can do <laughs> is to take a nap. Yes. And just like how working out for you is, again, working out is great for everybody. Yes. Naps are great for everybody. Both good. But there are times where like you need to go work out. Yes. And I need to take a nap. Yes. And knowing that about ourselves yep. is really great. Yep. Because then I'm not like, I should be out there next to you. Right. And you're not like, why are you sleeping? Right. <laughs> Get up. Um, but so those are the two things I do that are more proactive. But then some things I do when it actually, when worry actually comes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to combat it in the moment. So I see the mosquitoes. I got the bug spray. But I can't go inside right now because I need to be out here for a reason. Right. <laughs> Um, that mosquito analogy is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. They're terrible. They're terrible. So is worry. Right. Um, so for me, I need to spend time alone, but with purpose. If I'm right. super worried, I don't want to just be alone and like right. cry about my worries. Yeah. But if I have like purposeful alone time, yeah. that's, like I can, I can think a lot clearer then. Yep. Um, so that's really good for me. Um, actually admitting to you, you're the yep. main person I talk to. Yeah, which that, I enjoy. Yeah, cool. Big that fan. I feel worried. Yeah, like I don't want to admit it. I'm just gonna keep it in my head until I work through it. And then when you're like, "How are you?" I'm like, "I'm doing great. Life's great." So actually admitting that I'm worried. Life's great. Right. Life's great. I feel very <laughs> um, not just believing. I'll just power through this on my own. I've got this kind of a vibe. Um, and there have been seasons in our marriage where I feel like you have not told me what's going on. And those have been really hard seasons for us that like, I can, I can feel the anxiety or the frustration. Cause I think worry also often leads to like frustration and anger. Yeah. Um, and so there have been seasons in our marriage where like that has not been great. Um, and then, and, and so this is just like an encouragement to those of you who like maybe don't want to share um, and want to keep it bottled yeah, I'm up. I'm not a sharer. Yeah, which I get. Like I've learned that about you. And, and so sometimes it takes some extra questions or the same question two or three times. And then I'm like, oh, there's the answer. Yeah. You know, but you've gotten way better at that. I know, try to get that faster. Which is amazing. And here's a super encouragement to you and to the audience is that like there was anxiousness on one particular day two months ago, mm-hmm. and very quickly you got to, I think we need to move. Yeah. And now we've spent 23 days here. Yeah. And that has led to less anxiety in you yeah. and in me. And so, like, to be encouraged about sharing those things with the people that love you. Right. Because you never know what that small spark of a conversation is going to lead to. Because, who, I mean, think about yourself sitting on that chair. Like yeah. who would have thought three months later we would have been enjoying a month of living here? Like, I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah, it just it yeah. just seems unreal and unfathomable. But I think like that was the Lord working through this skill that you perfected that you've been that you've been improving on year yeah, over not year. Perfected. Not perfected, but you've been improving on because you've been putting in the work to improve on it. Yeah. You've been asking the Holy Spirit to to help you with it, and bam, it leads to this like incredible journey plot twist. Yeah. Plot twist. And so like be encouraged that if you're like, I'm not a share, I don't want to share. I don't want to talk about these things. 
I don't want to talk about why I'm worried that the, that the, that the God of the universe might be have, might have something behind that door. Mm-hmm. Like just open that door and walk through it. And there might be something that, that that's waiting for you that is beyond your imagination. So yeah, kudos to you for being able to get there so quickly oh, three thanks. months ago, because we wouldn't be having this conversation here without it. Right. Yeah. And that, that leads into my final one, which is, um, praying and actually asking God to help me yeah, and ease it and take it away. Yes. Like I don't, I can't say that I ex- exclusively don't do that. I never ask for anything because that's not totally true. But like I rarely, and I was just reading something else the other day who was, they were talking about something similar and I was like, oh my word, that is me. Right. I don't outright ask for things when I pray. It's very rare. Mm. I have to be super desperate. Right. Like, oh, Lord, ma- like Reactive. make my baby sleep. Right. Like so desperate that yeah. I could just cry in an instant yeah. over what I'm saying. Yep. But like otherwise, I don't pray super specifically and ask for things because the chair behind that, if I can unpack it, is that like I don't want to be seen as needy. Mm. I don't want to be extra. I don't want to ask for help. Right. And that is very much me in real life. Yep. Like, I am a pretty competent person. You I are. don't ask for a ton of You'd help. You'd make a good cave woman, is what we always say. <laughs> you know, and so sadly, that has ref- that is reflected in my prayer life. In your spiritual life. Yeah. That like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I don't think to myself, oh, I got this. I'll do it myself. Right. I just think I'm not going to ask for that because that, I don't want to be seen as needy. I don't want to send the text out and not get a reply. Right. So mm. I'm just not going to send the text. And so that describes you very well. Yes, it does. So trying to text more people. Yes. That's that's a a very practical thing, but also spiritually. um, Like, so when I am super worried, I need to actually pray and ask for help. Yeah. And I can do that proactively as well. Yeah. But in the moment, that's probably the the best thing I can do in the moment to combat worry. Yeah. And so, I think the the main point of this whole episode is to just like encourage you to consider the wildflowers. I mean, that's why we picked that as a design. Mm. We haven't seen the artist is still working on it. Very excited about it. Yeah. Um, because I, I think worry can overtake your life and can kind of control a lot of aspects of the way that you relate to people or maybe the way you parent or the way you love your spouse or whatever, the way you pray, like as Brooke just said. And so to combat it, I think is a proactive journey, you know, it's building your Mm -hmm. house on a solid foundation yeah. so that when worry comes like a big wave, your house stands. Yeah. Um, because like, you know, we've been here building sandcastles for a month. Guess what? We have never, they've never stood the night. They've never even stood the hour. Right. You know, I I don't think the goal in life with any category, (laughs) let alone worry is to be so proactive that worry never comes. Right. Like it it will, it will come. So you you need to be proactive and then you maybe need to have some things in your yeah. tool belt yeah. in the moment. Yeah. And so an encouragement to you to be proactive, to, to understand w- how you get worried, how you get anxious, talk to your spouse about those things, talk to your family, talk to your friends, um, so that you can start to put in place things through the help of the Lord to, 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 to combat it, because that will, that will be a game changer for you. Um, for sure. Um, so that's all we have for you today. June is actually in the room. So I'm going to try to see if I can get her to say our outro. So Junie, come here. Do you know what we say at the end of every episode? Do you remember? 
No, we no, say. Oh, that's a good guess. That's a really a good, good guess. guess. You guys walk him up here. Come talk in the microphone. You don't okay. want to. All right. <laughs> well, we say, okay, I love you. Bye. That's okay. where that came from. Do you want to say Just it? Just like our song. With me? All right. Ready? <laughs> okay, okay, I love, I love you. you. Bye. bye.